Welcome to the Great American Collectibles Show, seen Wednesdays on the Sports Collectors Daily Facebook page and the Great American Collectibles Facebook page. You can also listen to us on iHeartRadio, Pandora, and Spotify. The Great American Collectibles Show is brought to you by the National Sports Collectors Convention and Sports Collectors Daily. Tonight's headlines are brought to you by Sports Collectors Daily. For all of your hobby news, features, and more, go to sportscollectorsdaily.com. And now your hosts, Tom Zappala and Boston sports personality, John Mallory. What's up, buddy? Jam. <laughs> nice hat. What do you think? I love it's it. It's a nice lid, right? Nice lid. Yeah, I picked up a couple of them. The Monarchs. You know, who, you know where I buy my hats? I love the place. Mickey's Place in oh, Cooperstown. It's beautiful. They have a great selection yeah. of hats. I bought a ton of hats there a few years yeah. ago. Old Brooklyn I, Dodgers, Cincinnati Reds. Yeah, I picked up yeah. uh, half a dozen. Yeah. This awesome. is a uh, Kansas, Kansas City Monarchs. I picked up an old St. Louis. I love it. I picked up a 1912 Boston Red Sox. Cool hat. To commemorate the year you were born. That's correct. Yeah. And a couple of others. Anyway, great show today. Uh, welcome to the Great American Collectible Show. Tom Zapp and my co-host and good friend. <laughs> you almost forget my no, name. Oh, my co-host Hasn't and good friend. Hasn't been that long since I've Johnny been Johnny Mallory, <laughs> affectionately known as JM. We've got a really good show today. Uh, we're going to bring, actually, we're going to bring him in right now, and then I'm going to read the headline. Our good friend Ray Schulte from Schulte Sports. This guy is more, he's busier he's than anybody. He's unbelievable. And, and, and plus, he's a freaking mountain climber. I, I'm, I'm, he, well, he's climbing mountains literally and figuratively. He's going to do Everest, though. I'm going to talk you, I'm going to talk you into doing Everest, Ray, when we get back. And then <laughs> bring him not, to the, bring him to the reservoir in Lawrence, see if he can do that. <laughs> and then after Ray, we're going to bring in our good, uh, dear friend. He's been with us since day one. Yeah. Uh, Brian Drent from one of the best. High One of the best. And yeah. we have a great announcement. All right. A great announcement with the Mile High auction that's coming up. Huge. All right. But first, our headlines. And this headline, by the way, was not the original headline, but everything happened so quick, I said this is going to be our headline. One longtime sports memorabilia auction house is buying another. Robert Edward Auctions announced Monday afternoon that it had acquired Maryland-based Huggins & Scott. The two companies will continue to operate independently with Huggins and Scott as a wholly owned subsidiary of REA. We're extremely excited to add Huggins and Scott to the Robert Edward Auctions team, stated REA President Brian Dwyer. They've developed a very loyal following over their many years in business, and we're looking forward to building up their reputation as a trusted destination for collectors. Mm. Founded by Bill Huggins in 2002, Huggins and Scott conducted over 100 catalog auctions during his tenure. Bill passed away uh, unexpectedly in February, leaving a hole in the hobby and the day-to-day operations. By the way, great guy. Can you see at all? I mean, you're like, I mean, you're really struggling right now. Should I bring a chart in? Oh, with next these? Time I'm on, like a pathetic. You know, e. No, when I take them off, I can read. When I have it's them on, it's weird. You take them off to read. Yeah, but to sing far away, I need them. It's anyway, like, it's like I'm doing a show at the senior center. It's as, unbelievable. As a family, that was an insult. It was. I'm it was meant senior. to be. It was meant I'm to be senior. an insult. <laughs> as a family, we're thrilled that our, uh, as a family, we're thrilled that dad's legacy carried on through this acquisition. Remarked Bill's son, Ricky Huggins. In any event, That's big news. You, you can go to sportscollectorsdaily.com to read the rest of the article. Congratulations yeah. to both the Huggins family and our good friend Brian Dwyer Brian, yeah. from REA Auctions. Yeah. Uh, 
I think it's great for the hobby. I do too. Brian does a great job. He's a good friend of everyone's. Yeah. Uh, straight shooter. Yep. As 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 honorable as they good come. Good place. Good people. High yep. end stuff. Excellent. Excellent. All right. Let's get to our other good friend, Ray Schulte from Schulte Sports. Ray Schulte Sports. I mean, you represent. Everybody and his mother, you, you have like 15 different hats. Can you just give us a little overview of what Schulte Sports is all about before we get into the national? Yeah. Well, first of all, John, I remember you. So. <laughs> Wait a second, Ray. You're about 78. Come on. <laughs> no, no, no. No. No, actually, in my background, you know, I, I was with uh, J. Walter Thompson's uh, ad agency in New York many years ago, in the 80s. And, um, you know, I, I got this idea that I wanted to you know, break off and package players, athletes, and, and um, market them. And, and so I did. I just I, I quit my job. And, and my first client was Don Mattingly. And uh, since 1984, I've been representing Donnie. Uh, and, it, and it grew, you know, I, I started working with the leagues. I started working with uh, Roberto Clemente's family, um, Steve Carlton, Harold Reynolds. And then, uh, you know, with all the leagues, I did all their fan fest and Super Bowl uh, events. And, and so uh, until the point where uh, Buck Showalter convinced me to move out to Arizona back in 95 and and then uh, I thought I found my dream home. I thought I found my retirement home. But uh, Cal Ripken asked me to move to Baltimore. <laughs> and so I, uh, in 2001, I moved to Baltimore. And Cal was good. Cal was great to me because he let me handle all the other business that I was handling with you know, the other athletes sure. and the relationships I had. And, and so uh, I you know, took Cal through his Hall of Fame year, which is 2007. And that was kind of like the Super Bowl, the, you know, the World Series for me in terms of marketing. And, uh, and then, I, then, you know, I, I started working with some other players like John Reagans. And, and, uh, and, and then, but 13 years ago, um, Mike Burkus asked me to get involved with the National. I remember, I can't, I'll never forget it. It was in Cleveland. And he just said, uh, he, we bumped into each other. He goes, hey, we're having, we're having the, uh, uh, the, national in baltimore next year would you be willing to you know work with us and and i always loved mike even before Great i started working with him um and i said mike if you want me to do it i'll do it man i'll, I'll come on board and so so i started working in uh, on the baltimore um uh show and and then i just it just you know it's just something that uh i just i i loved i just enjoyed the community i enjoyed the relationships um and so, you know, Mike was great to me. Mike was, Mike was the only guy that when the phone rang, I would actually run to pick it up. You know? <laughs> so <laughs> because yeah. I had so many great conversations with him. And Mike was the type of guy that was kind of, it was really inspiring. And he had his own way of doing it. You know, he had his own way of, 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 of getting across what he wanted to get across. But at the same time, bringing out the best of you. No, good and, guy. Very, very. I don't think you ever met him, JM. But Mike I Burkus. never had the pleasure. No. Hey, I'll tell you what. Go ahead, Ray. It, it was back in Cleveland when when he he came up to me. He goes, Ray, we're doing a little something different this year. He goes, we're gonna we're gonna have a breakers pavilion and we're gonna have a main stage. And it was kind of like it was just you know okay, Mike, sure, let's do it. And uh, <laughs> and you did it. But he was such a visionary. 
I, I wish he could see how it's how it's evolved. Just right? since the, since the just since the time he passed, yeah. to the way mm. it's evolved to today. I mean, it's like are you correct? It's like um, unbelievable, Ray. Um, before we get into, uh, we only have a couple of minutes left. But um, are you on board? And if I'm if I'm if I'm asking a question out of line, tough. Uh, <laughs> are you on board uh, with the 2024 national with Joe and his his staff? Excited to be on board. Good, yeah, good. Uh, I'm, I met with Joe and the team, uh, uh, Brian and Jimmy in Atlantic City, and we had a great meeting. And they asked me if I would uh, continue on, and I said absolutely. Good. I love what these guys are bringing. Great to the guys. Table. Listen, I mean, Joe Drellick has been oh the best. He's been yeah. with us uh, for many years. Well, listen, I want to tell Ray. Okay. You know, you Tommy and I have done five books together. Our next book is going to be pictures of you. With all your celebrity picks from Instagram, <laughs> exactly, and I am going to write the summaries for each one. <laughs> that's and right. That's he, our next. He, he book. can do it because that's going to be a uh, bestseller. I love your stuff, Ray. No, I know Ray, you're involved you, with Ray, a lot of people. So. All right, listen. A couple of things it. before we talk. Uh, we have a couple of minutes left before we talk about the national. Ray was nice enough to send us some free passes to the national. Oh, sweet. We've got six tickets in. Here's how we're going to do this. Since the show is taped, if you are going to the national. In the comments tonight, while you're watching the show, over the next couple of days, I want you to say, yes, I'm going to the National, and type in your address. And then what we're going to do a week, from, a week from tonight, Tuesday, next Tuesday, we're going to pick them out of a hat, randomly, three winners. You're going to get two tickets each, and we'll mail them out to you. If you don't give me your address, you're out. <laughs> Very simple. All right? So that's how we're going to do it. We've got six tickets here for the National. Uh, complimentary tickets from Mr. Schulte. Uh, thank you, Ray, by the way. Ray, You're welcome. Uh, real quickly, we've got a couple of minutes. Let's talk about the national. The technology is just off the wall now, off the wall. It's the industry's evolving. The national is following suit. Um, it's exciting this year because we're going from 400,000 square feet to 600,000 square feet. Wow. We, we had to expand because we had so many people on the waiting list. Yep. And, and with that opening brings in, like you said, other companies, newer companies that have the technology that are being a force in the industry. And I'm excited. I mean, it's going to be, it's going to be great in terms of the, the, the exhibitors. We're going to have over 750 exhibitors. It's unbelievable. We're going to have over uh, 150 athletes. I think that's the most athletes uh, TriStar has ever brought in. Um, it's just going to be one epic show. The, ex the extra you. space is so key. Oh, it's I mean, huge. It's unbelievable. It's just, huge. Just in terms of logistics, right? Yeah. I mean, having more room to move around. I hired a, a little guy with a, a golf cart for me <laughs> <laughs> to get me around. Is that Rico? <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, but, you know, you know what's funny, though, Tom, is that this year – I, you know, I, I try to help out the corporates whenever I can in terms of how to maximize their, you know, their, their um, existence in, at the national. Yep. And I tell you what, there must have been four or five that I had assigned uh, NDA uh, agreements with because there's so much stuff coming into the national that is just mind boggling in terms of just being huge. Well, and, it's, and it, it's gone. It's, it's, it's exploded, right? It's gone from. It, it's gone into the 25th century. I mean, there are, there are companies now, they're going to be at this national, that it's like, are you kidding me? It's not niche anymore. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's not, it's not it's, the mo just the I mean? mom that, and pop card shop. It's not, it's not know, just right. the auction house. It's, it's, it's people even outside of collectibles that want to be there correct, to attract the correct. audience that it brings just in. Just incredible. Yeah, so. And I think it's all good well, for the hobby. 
All good. And with the, and with the new management coming in, they're all for it. They're like they're they're like can't wait to get this off the ground next year. So you're going to see a lot of things that are going to be enhanced and and uh, taken you know to to the max in terms of you know what we do. Totally agree. Uh, from a technologically standpoint, we are going to be broadcasting uh, from the Burke stage on Friday of the national. Uh, we're going to be doing a special two-hour show, which is going to air as two one-hour shows the week after the National and the week following that. Uh, we're going to be circulating. We're going to be doing some videos. We've got a nice cameraman. Our friend Kelsey is going to be, uh, he's going to be traveling with us, uh, doing some video with some of the different sponsors. Um, and we'll be posting all of that on all the different platforms. On the, we're going to do it over a period of a month or two after the National so you can get a flavor for what the National is all about. Raymond, we look forward to, uh, to seeing you in uh, Shai Kai, and uh, we're going to have some fun, man. Looking forward to it. Just a couple of weeks. That's right. That's right. All right, Raymond. Thanks a lot. We appreciate it. We'll see you in Chicago. Good to talk to you, Ray. Thanks for having me. Ray Schulte from Schulte Sports. Good guy, man. Excellent. Oh, uh, knows his stuff. Oh. He's been, on, he's been on me for Instagram for years. You could do three hours with that guy. I said, tell him, what is Instagram? Stop. I'm kidding. I'm we can kidding. start in, so I can right. do that. Let's bring in our good friend and our guest host today. Uh, he's got a baseball cap on. I don't think nice. I've ever seen him with a baseball yeah. cap. Is that a, was <laughs> is that a Colorado Rockies? I can't see that Frankie, is that a Avalon, yeah. that, that Frankie uh, Avalon do. He's not showing it off tonight. Let me see. <laughs> not today. <laughs> really? <laughs> you guys with some hats. <laughs> Brian Drent from Mile High Card Company. Brian, how are you, bud? I'm great. How are you? Good. You're not too busy these days, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. Just getting uh, ready for a little show around the corner. Hey, Brian, let's talk about that. Um, you know, I think behind the scenes preparation for yeah. the national. I mean, it's incredible what you guys have to do. Number one, how many people are you bringing? Two others with you? No, I'm bringing uh, four others. Okay, so there's, there's going to be five of you. Can you take so, us through the prep work to put the thing together, get the equipment from Colorado to Chicago? How does it uh, walk us through that? And I'll tell you, it starts earlier and earlier and earlier. Um, it used to be, you know, back in the quote-unquote old days, we just showed up. It, it, was, uh, it, it wasn't what it is today, but it starts uh, – it starts all the way, gosh, we probably started back in February, truthfully, wow. uh, kind of sketching out how we're going to lay out the booth, uh, what what we have to get to Chicago, uh, the material, um, advertising that we do for the show. Uh, you know, I just actually uh, five minutes ago got done uh, – uh, finalizing a, a hanging banner, you know, that hangs above our booth from the ceiling uh, and, and given my credit card, which seems to be getting hit all the time. Uh, <laughs> yeah. um, uh, but uh, it, it just never ends. It's it, And it's one of those things that no matter how much you put down on paper, uh, a checklist for yourself, you're always in the back of your mind thinking, am I missing something? Uh, it, all the way down to accommodations, uh, airfares, you know, just finding, just, finding, the, finding the best bars. Oh, I mean, no, he knows those. <laughs> <laughs> he, he knows those. So Brian, let me ask you this question. How, what type of goals do you set 
for the National? And just generally speaking, how big a part of your business year is the National? That's a great question because it, it definitely it changes from year to year. Just the way our schedule lays out, about every third year, we have an auction that's ongoing during the uh, National. Okay. And that's the way that year will lay out. And I actually don't like that because I think that um, uh, predicates, uh, you know, people going, uh, look, the, the auction landscape is an aggressive, uh, you know, multifaceted, uh, um, you know, competitive landscape. And if you have an ongoing auction, somebody's going to look somewhere else to consign their material. So about every point. two out of yeah. every three years, we butt our consignment deadline up to the last day of the national. And that changes the scope of our national. So last year we had an ongoing uh, auction during the national and that will minimize our consignments for that show. This year, our, our consignment deadline is the last day of the show, July 30th. And we're, so we're looking forward to a big show uh, of meeting our customers, FaceTime with our customers, uh, but, but notably uh, getting consignments for this, uh, this auction. We are uh, chatting with uh, Brian Drent from Mile High Card Company. By the way, uh, you're watching the uh, Great American Collectible Show. We're on a new platform. I know we've mentioned it. We're going to continue to mention it. Uh, you can watch us here on our Great American Collectibles Facebook page. You can watch us on Sports Collectors Daily speech, Facebook page. Everybody kind of shares it. Yep. We have another announcement coming after the national, but another cool platform that we're going to be uh, hopefully broadcasting on. But we're asking all of our followers, please, like us and follow us. Yeah, That's sure. all we're asking. Yep. You know, uh, it, I know it takes a little work. But all you got to do is hit follow because we would love you to hit follow. <laughs> Tell you what, if you hit follow, we'll give you a Great American Collectibles pen. You have those? Uh, Petroselli's going to get them. For I don't us. even have. I don't have one. Petroselli. All right. He's going to take care of that. Um, he's moved up to a pen now. He well, was on Petro- like number two pencils for a long you know, he's time. He's got the Petroselli marketing. Where he used to company. keep score. Petroselli marketing. Yeah. Right. Um, anyway, um, so please follow us on Facebook. You can watch us on YouTube. All the different platforms, Podbean, Spotify, all that. Wherever you find your YouTube, podcast, right? Uh, WCAP. We still on Alexa? I think so. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. Ellen and I listen. Yeah. Right. Ellen and I will sit down every once in a while, and we have our martini. Yep. At four thirty. Yep. Eastern time, and I'll say, Alexa, play the Great American Sports Collectible, right. uh, Great American Collectible Show. She turns it on. You know what Ellen says? What? Shut this off. Well. One thing to, we should tell our listeners and viewers, the show is always better after a couple of drinks. That's right. So. Good point. Yeah. Good point. <laughs> right, listen, we're going to take an early break okay. now so that we can come back, spend some time with regroup. Brian. Regroup. We're going to rehab. Brian, can I say this is a major announcement coming up? I don't know about major. It's a good announcement. It's a, it's a, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? This is huge. Yeah, it's Actually, huge. Let me, I'm going to take, take it a step further. For, for, for a piece of memorabilia... This yeah. is the biggest announcement at the National. How's that? Think about oh, it. All right. That's a strong uh, statement. We're going to run with that. <laughs> right? Yeah. Hang in there. We'll be right back. Since 1996, Brian Drent and the staff at Denver's Mile High Card Company have led the charge in the collectibles hobby. Mile High is a full-service dealer specializing in buying and selling cards and offers a competitive consignment program for all collectors. 
Whether it be their computerized want list service, appraisals, or auction services, Mile High has it all. If you've been searching for a company with a selection of high-grade vintage 1888 to 1970 baseball cards and memorabilia that shares your passion, aim high, Mile High. Go to milehighcardco.com or call 303-840-2784 for more information. Let's go! Batter up! Hi everyone, this is Rico Petroselli. JustCollect.com, a leader in the vintage sports card industry, is giving free appraisals on your vintage cards. They'll evaluate your collection for free and let you know the value of it at no cost and no obligation. If you're ready to sell, JustCollect.com will offer you industry-leading prices to buy your card collection. To begin your free baseball card appraisal, visit JustCollect.com or call them at 732-828-2261. That's JustCollect.com for your free vintage card appraisals and top buy prices for your cards. Check out JustCollect.com today. With record-breaking sales from everything from the white border T206 Hollandus Wagner for $3.12 million to some great items that support the Jackie Robinson Foundation, Golden Auctions has set the highest standards for the finest in sports cards, autographs, and game-used memorabilia. We're always accepting consignments of high-end premium sports treasures or entire collections. Please register for our next auction and bid now at goldenauctions.com. That's golden with an I. We at Golden Auctions are committed to providing Providing unsurpassed customer service for the discriminating collector. That's exactly why we're the leader in the industry. Visit goldenauctions.com or call 856-767-8550. Remember, Golden Auctions. We don't just break records, we shatter them. Hi, this is Dan from Memory Lane Auctions here to remind you that the renowned Memory Lane Collectibles Company has served as a beacon of light to the collecting community for the past several decades. Indeed, folks, it has been our utmost privilege and pleasure to provide the most enthusiastic collectors with an abundance of the finest sports cards and memorabilia for America's most coveted sports personalities via our world-class auctions. Whether you choose either a private sale transaction or the auction route, Memory Lane cordially invites you to reach out to us to maximize the value of your prized possessions. Also, it is not just sales that we pride ourselves on being the best of the rest. Because if you are seeking a particular keepsake for your esteemed gathering, we will be relentless in our quest to find that special piece to fulfill your collecting dreams. So no time to wait. Reach out to us today for the purposes of capitalizing on our unparalleled marketing capabilities. Simply pick up the phone and dial 877-606-5263. That's 877-606-LANE. Or find us on the World Wide Web at www.memorylaneinc.com. Now is the time for your valued consignment to ultimately become another one of Memory Lane's record-setting prices. How would you like to own the bat that was used by your favorite player when he hit that towering home run or game-winning base hit? Now look no further than JT Sports specializing in the sale and authentication of professional game-used bats. As the official authenticators of professional model game-used bats for PSA DNA, JT Sports will guarantee the authenticity of any bat purchased from them. JT Sports also buys and sells game-worn uniforms, gloves, and baseball equipment. 
The unique quality of the collectible is what JT Sports is all about. Give them a call at 609-487-8003 or check them out at GameUseBats.com. Okay, we are back, and we are chatting with Brian Drent from Mile High Card Company. So, yeah, Brian, I'm considering this a major announcement. <laughs> all right, because all the big auction houses, Johnny, are going to be there. Yeah. And they're all going to have some amazing memorabilia. They always do. Game use this, game use that, this card, that card. Big name. Card. Big names, right? Babe Ruth, whatever, yeah. I believe, Mickey Mantle. I believe there is only going to be one of these cards at the National. Now, I could be wrong. And this is the card that almost single-handedly brought the collectibles industry back into the public eye and interest. Absolutely. It's not an overstatement. Not an overstatement. As a matter of fact, I don't know if you saw the post. There's which, a long history with this uh, I card. know that you never go on the Great American Collectibles Facebook page, even though you're I go on the all team. the time. Did you see the ad that, I, that I, someone had sent no, me? No, I was not looking at that. No, it's 1980, <laughs> 1980, yeah. and the ad said... This card is now worth $1,500. <laughs> Unbelievable. Anyway, Brian, uh, why don't you tell our viewers about the consignment that you picked up that is going to be featured at your booth and people can spend some time with it and looking at it. Yeah, absolutely. We're excited to be able to announce uh, that we, we, uh, we picked up uh, a Tito 6 Honus Wagner. Uh, that'll be offered in our summer auction. Uh, it's been graded by PSA as PSA Authentic and uh, has a great uh, appearance. Uh, we're really excited. We've offered more T206 Wagners than probably any other company out there. Matter of fact, we have. Uh, this is our fifth one since, I believe, 2019. Uh, so uh, we were very fortunate to get this one as well, and we're excited to be able to offer it. This card... Um I, we, I want to talk about the yeah, T2O. Yeah, sure. I mean, this card for me and Ellen, that was that was probably the uh, the jumping point for us. The impetus. The impetus for writing the T206 collection yeah, book. Sure. I mean, we were collecting. I was collecting. Yeah. But that, that card is always, the mystique of that card has always been off the charts. Right. Off the charts. What's the mystique of it? Well, Brian, let's talk about that if yeah. we can. Sure. Um, yeah. The card, well, you know the history of the card, Brian. Do you want to walk us through it? Talk a little bit about it, about the kind yeah, of like several different uh, viewpoints, but right. most notably that that Wagner was uh, against uh, uh, you know kids collecting the cards uh, being offered in tobacco. You know that may or may not be the case. Uh, you know, there's obviously been stories that he he wasn't paid for his likeness, uh, right. which kind of comes back to uh, almost uh, nil uh, you know licenses and, and right. things of this. Yep, in, in 1909. So. <laughs> Uh, it, but whatever the situation, it, like you guys discussed, it's absolutely the card in our industry. Other industries and collectible fields have their uh, holy grail, if you will, uh, with uh, you know Action Comics number one or in the inverted Jenny upside, you know the upside down stamp. Uh, so those those co collecting fields have their uh, moniker, if you will, and this is this is the. Uh, the, the most esteemed collectible within our industry. So, and it's and it's remained that Brian. I mean, we've seen you know with 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 your company and other companies, the Mantles and the Roots, good right? Point. The Gaudis and the Bowmans good, and all that. Good point. I mean, and they, they were big time in the news when we were at the National last year, yep. right? With uh, with Heritage, right? But, um, it's remained there though. Even with all of that, 
this has still remained like, the, like I think mystique and mystical. There's a mythical, mystical quality to this card because of its history, the people who have owned it, right? And and it has stayed that way, hasn't it? I don't think it's just stayed that way. I think it's been accentuated in the last even two years. Uh, we've gone from a place, and you've seen world record prices. I mean, when we sold a PSA three, I believe it was probably an eight in nineteen, maybe twenty. Um, we got $3.25 million for that card. Uh, a PSA 3, that was the most that card had ever sold for. And it was second in the most valuable list of cards sold at that time. Yep. Today, a mere two and a half years later, it's not in the top 10. <laughs> so what that is, is it's been replaced by multiple Wagners. Every time a Wagner sells, it resets the market. And... It's also become such a it, it's it's such a focal point, like you guys discussed, where the people that have owned it, the stories behind the card, just the intrigue of the card. It, it's like um, owning that card allows you membership into the club. So right. I, I couldn't agree with you yeah. more, man. That that's a great uh, uh, analogy. So you know, Brian, you know, you think about. The Heritage Mantle went for twelve and a half million, or whatever it was last sure. year. Yeah. Now the Diamondbacks uh, Wagner, the Ken Kendrick yeah. Wagner, uh, is considered the Holy Grail or the Mona Lisa of the Wagners. Correct. Now correct. that that particular card has a, uh, it really does have kind of a checkered history uh, yep. because nope. because of what happened uh, originally. When that card, uh, you know, with the whole Bill Mastro thing and all of that, but my the point is this: Kenny Kendrick, uh, we spoke about it, and Ken mm-hmm. Kendrick, I think you've spoken to him about it too. I have the 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 fact that the card became went from famous to infamous <laughs> really exploded that particular card. Yeah. Correct? Yeah, I. I you know, when Ken and I first talked about that at one point, I kind of left uh, that discussion kind of scratching my head. But quite honestly, he was more than accurate and more than on base. Uh, and, and, and you're right, that infamous, um, it went from famous to infamous, and it, it now creates even more intrigue. I mean, what, and, what would that card, Brian, what would that card uh, possibly be? I mean, I've heard crazy numbers the value of that card, if we're, what have if, you heard? I've heard twenty million. I, the number that came to my head was twenty million. Yeah, yeah. I, I've heard twenty million dollars for that card. <laughs> if, it, if it went to auction, I, I think it would be more than twenty million. Really? Wow! Wow! I've wow. heard rumors right now that the PSA three that we sold three plus years ago for three point two five million is. Um, People have bantered about that it could be worth in excess of twelve million. <sighs> wow. Well, you know, when, that- just as a, a little as a little sidebar, you know, when I found out yesterday or the day before yesterday, you, you told me that you had picked it up. I asked Ellen. I said, "El, do you mind if we take a second out on the house <laughs> and possibly uh, procure this card? Yeah, you might have to do more. Than- Your house is nice, but I mean, <laughs> the sausage that she stuck in my forehead—like, forget it. There was no shot. And this card, and you know, you talk about the history of it. I first heard of this card, and I wasn't doing this show then. I wasn't as immersed in this business as I am now. I was a collector, but um, this was the Bruce McNall." 
Yes. Wayne, the T206, Wag, the Bruce McNall. I think a lot of people, Wayne that's, Gretzky. Where, that's where it kind of hit the mainstream. People heard of this car. Yeah, right, but Brian? Brian, there are other, let's talk about some of the other, and you're very, very well versed in this, some of the other uh, uh, personnel, Honus Wagner T206 personality cards. The uh, the Sheen the Martin Sheen card. We yeah. sold the Charlie Sheen. Charlie, I mean Char- Martin Sheen. Oh, Charlie right. Sheen card. There's a story behind that one, right? A uh, fabulous story, and it's been well documented. It was written about in Sports Illustrated. Uh, you know, it was stolen from the All Star Cafe in Midtown Manhattan by the employees. They put out a. Uh, a, a, a fake card that wasn't even close. And, and I don't think people recognized it for well over a week that, that it wasn't the right card. Um, so uh, in fact, even after that, the guys that stole it, the two, the two employees, uh, I think they, they were pardoned by president Obama at, at the end of his uh, term. So it, it, the card just has an allure that uh, I no other card. Really has. You know, yeah. and then and then there's the story of the nuns. Remember, there, there was one. Yeah. Uh, was uh, a, it, it was it was a, that was a Wagner, right? That was a Wagner. Yeah, and, and then that one where the you know SCP sold the one that was literally ripped in half <laughs> for half a million dollars, half a million bucks. That was ripped in half. Ripped in half. It was, wow. And 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 there was a, what was it? The one of the nuns' uncles left it or something. Huh? <laughs> a nun's <laughs> uncle left it to her. An uncle. An uncle, an uncle, and <laughs> they they auctioned it. I don't know. I don't know at the time what they what they got for it. But uh, did we ask? And can I add where this this particular one that's going to be at the National Brian came from? Did no, you, he won't. He won't. Divulge. You won't. You he don't won't. divulge. Will you, will you divulge yet, Brian? It's your call. But no, I'm not, I can't. It, it came uh, from a person. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so a dog didn't run in with it in its mouth. Okay. Good. No. 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 It, it, it was offered. Uh, only about uh, two years ago, okay, uh, in a in uh, another major auction house, okay, and uh, but it should be very interesting. I think at that point it sold for one point one and change, and, and you were going to see a, a dramatic increase. In I price. was, I, you know, I I, so. I I wrote I wrote my number down last night to my wife what it's going to go for. <laughs> I'm not going to say it now because I want it to go for a lot more. But Brian, it's going to go you, for significant money. How significant. are you going to showcase this at the national? Like, what's the? You know what I mean? How are people? It's I, gonna... I was thinking about uh, putting it on a gold chain and putting it around Tom's apple. <laughs> I'm in, baby. I'm in. But you know something, Brian? I would. Uh, you know, it'd be kind of cool. And by the way, for our viewers and listeners, uh, Brian is going to be appearing on the first hour of the show um, on the Burka stage, uh, along with. Uh, talk about a crew. He's he's the only he's the only guy there with like some semblance of sanity. <laughs> so who's on? Well, myself. <clears throat> well, there you go. Joe Tomasulo. Oh, forget it. And and Derek Grady. So <laughs> how is Brian going to even get a word in edgewise, man? I was say, <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I would just get a nice beer in a cup like this, so no one knows. Just enjoy the conversation. Brian, is is there any is there any? I'm just going for an hour of relaxation with this cold beer. Is there any is there any possible way that I know you can't bring it up there for the whole hour, but maybe one of your uh, your your cohort uh, cohorts can walk up with you so you can kind of show us. Yeah, we'll 
over to the show. Yeah, if you could, just for brief, I know you want to display it at the booth, and I don't blame you, but yeah. if we could show it to the to the world, that would be really, really, really kind of cool. Really kind of cool. Yeah, for yeah. sure. For sure. We'll bring it over to the show. Awesome. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about, you know, we talked about like the planning, you know, for the national, Brian. So mm-hmm. when you talk, a lot of things happen at the national, like, that don't happen with your auction house because you're seeing people face to face, you know? So I know you guys are well-versed on it. Do you ever get questions that are like, you can't answer that you got to kind of go look up or something like that? Cause I, you know, just walking around the three or four nationals I've done now, sometimes you get people coming in asking about stuff that that's out there, you know? You know, that's a great question, John. I, I it doesn't happen often. I yeah. mean, fortunately, uh, whether, whatever way you looked at it, you know, may look at this. I've done this for a long time. So, yeah. you don't get insulted by too much that walks up that people may have questions about material or, uh, you know, items they have. So we've seen most everything. But every now and then it's exciting to see something that I may not know exactly what it is. Right. And uh, when that does happen, um, I can tell you this, it, it's usually, the item's probably pretty good if we haven't seen yeah, it. Right. So. <laughs> Brian, do you ever, I'm, I'm sure you have, have to break bad news to someone that walks up to you with a consignment and they say, oh man, this was in my, my, my mother's war chest <laughs> from 1946, right. and you look at it and you say, I've got bad news for you. Does that happen yeah. often? It happens. Yeah, it happens. You know, over the years, it, it definitely has happened. I mean, it happens more than we, we would like to, uh, you know, have happen, whether it's a, a counterfeit, whether it's a card that's been trimmed or altered or an autograph that's fake or a, a jersey or a bat that's, you know, potentially problematic. Um, more often than not, the people know it. Um they really do. What do they, what do they do? Uh, try to sneak it through? Try to sneak one through? Things through. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, that happens. Yeah, I believe that. I believe that. And hey. so it's, you know, we've just become a, a kind of, a, a, you, there's a way to be a little bit um, soft-handed about it and just, say, you know, maybe this this probably isn't for us. And, uh, you know, then they'll ask why. And, and ultimately, if they push far, you know, hard enough, we'll say, you know, this isn't real. This autograph isn't real or this uh, uh, jersey's been, you know, uh, has issues or the card is uh, you know, counterfeit or, or, or has been trimmed or right. something. along. So if you're not sure, I mean, at the National, I mean, you have the opportunity. If someone brings you an autograph, for instance, yeah. or a card, and you're not sure, you're on the fence, you can, you can certainly, as one of the big auctioneers, walk it over to PSA or JSA and say, hey, can you authenticate this for us? Yeah, we, fortunately, you're right. I mean, uh, as having been in this industry for a long time and, and, and our place in the in the business, we have the ability to say, hey, could you hang out for a couple minutes? Right. Let me take it over to, uh, to JSA, to SGC, to PSA, um, you know, to uh, John Tauby and, and say, hey, what do you think of this? And so it's not just our opinion. It's, it's the opinion of experts that are really familiar in that genre, that exact uh, uh, field of collecting. Hey, Brian, as a company, how much do you like keep an eye on, follow, <clears throat> and then even maybe act upon trends? Like if you see that 
autographed items seem to be getting more popular, whether it's complete sets, unopened boxes. I mean, you keep an eye on those things, and do you try to tailor some of the things, whether it's in an auction or, you know, live at the National, to those trends? Yeah, there's no question about it. I mean, that's, I think anybody in business, whatever the field is, uh, you're going to, you know, keep your eyes wide open to trends within your given business. And, and the sports collectibles business isn't any different. I mean, we would be bad business people and bad businessmen if we didn't have an idea of what trend was uh, was hot at that given point and what, and conversely, what trend isn't as hot and uh, try to, uh, uh, follow those trends and, and uh, tailor our auctions and the material offered. And it's tough those sometimes, though, because you guys have been doing it for so long. You do what you do; it's been so successful. But you do have to kind of move. How do you keep move up with, with it? the times? Right. I mean, I mean how you do. do you, Brian? Yeah. How do you, how do you keep up with it? I mean, you know, going back ten years ago, right? Yeah. I mean, it was kind of simplified, right? Sure. People would bring they they bring you a card, they bring you a piece of memorabilia, you know. But the technology has exploded. In such yeah. a way that you really, really have to be on top of you, on top of your game, to keep up with what's going on in the <coughs> hobby. You know what? Um, I know you guys touched on it earlier. We we not only keep up on trends within the business and the material that's offered, but we also keep up on obviously, uh, you know, information and, and, and relative uh, relevant. Uh, uh, happenings within the business where where REA acquires Huggins and Scott. Sure. That's something I saw yesterday. That uh, you know, at, being in my position, I have to understand that. I applaud uh, Brian Dwyer. I think that's a, a nice move. Uh, you know, I think it's good for the Huggins family and the John Sc and Scott families. Um, so you know, it, I think what it is, you have to be immersed in this in this field, and it, it, you know. For lack of a better term, you just, you know, eat, sleep and, and uh, you know, the, the business. Yeah. And, and so that's how you stay on top of things. Yeah. All right. We're going to take a quick break because when we come back, Brian, <clears throat> uh, you know, I have and I know you know this. We've talked about it, JM, a zillion times on the year. I have personally some mixed feelings about what's happening on the modern side of this hobby. Sure. And I want to yeah. get your opinion on it. We are chatting with Brian Drent from Mile High. I was going to say Brian Dwyer. Hey, you almost did Brian, that twice. Brian Drent tell. from I Mile High. Let's get this out of your way so you stop looking at the. Uh, <laughs> Brian Drent from a Mile High Card Company. Uh, hang in there, and we will be right back. Pristine Auction is a family-owned and operated online auction specializing in autographed memorabilia, sports cards, coins, art, and collectibles. Since their founding in 2010, they've grown to two facilities in Phoenix, Arizona, totaling over 60,000 square feet. Jared Cavalli and an incredible staff of over 150 team members serve a very large customer base and enjoy every minute of it. By working with leading authentication companies, Pristine ensures all items are 100% authentic. In addition, third-party authenticators regularly travel to Pristine Auction to provide authentication services on-site. Pristine Auction strives to operate its business in a way that's honoring to God, their families, and their customers. With a strong focus on speed, quality, and premier customer service, their mission is to be the leading online auction for every level of collector and fan. Pristine also works for Hope Sports and Identity Hoops International, traveling to Mexico to build houses for the less fortunate. Pristine Auction offers several online auction formats with thousands of auctions ending each day. For more information, go to pristineauction.com. That's Pristine Auction, the best in the business.
This is Brian Drent, president of Mile High Card Company. Is your sports card and memorabilia collection properly insured? For easily replaced personal property, homeowner's insurance is all most people need. But for prized possessions that you may have spent a lifetime collecting, it doesn't go nearly far enough. Collectibles Insurance Services has been insuring for over 50 years. They offer a full range of protection and a $0 deductible at an affordable rate with no appraisals required. I know because they insure my collection. If you have a minute, go to collectinsure.com and learn more about insuring your personal card or memorabilia collection. It's often been said that championships are won on the practice field and world records come only to those willing to work harder than everybody else. Heritage Auctions is the world's largest collectibles auctioneer because we believe that becoming the best is only an invitation to the challenge of remaining the best. This requires the skills of the hobby's top experts, capable of identifying and maximizing value for our consigners. It requires the most visited website in the industry, courting a global audience of collectors over a million and a half strong. It requires a dedicated press department that expands our global reach far beyond the entrenched hobby marketplace. It's hard work, but a simple premise. Present the finest collectibles to the largest population of potential buyers, and world records will come. We invite all listeners to put the unmatched power of Heritage Auctions to work for you. Auction evaluations are always free, and our commission-based fee structure ensures that our interests are always aligned highest possible price for your collectibles. There will always be new world records to chase, so let's chase them together. Visit our website at ha.com and request your no-obligation review today. Hi, this is Dan from Memory Lane Auctions, here to remind you that the renowned Memory Lane Collectibles Company has served as a beacon of light to the collecting community for the past several decades. Indeed, folks, it has been our utmost privilege and pleasure to provide the most enthusiastic collectors with an abundance of the finest sports cards and memorabilia for America's most coveted sports personalities via our world-class auctions. Whether you choose either a private sale transaction or the auction route, Memory Lane cordially invites you to reach out to us to maximize the value of your prized possessions. Also, it is not just sales that we pride ourselves on being the best of the rest, because if you are seeking a particular keepsake for your esteemed gathering, we will be relentless in our quest to find that special piece to fulfill your collecting dreams. So no time to wait. Reach out to us today for the purposes of capitalizing on our unparalleled marketing capabilities. Simply pick up the phone and dial 877-606-5263. That's 877-606-LANE. Or find us on the World Wide Web at www.memorylaneinc.com. Now is the time for your valued consignment to ultimately become another one of Memory Lane's record-setting prices. Hey, I'm Mike Petroselli. If your company is looking for the best in marketing and promotional items, you'll hit a home run with Petroselli Marketing. With over 8,000 suppliers and 650,000 imprint-ready items, we can get your company the visibility it needs to get your maximum exposure. Whether it be office promotions, wearables, automotive, sports items, and everything in between, Petroselli Marketing can do it all. Our design staff will even work with you from concept to delivery and customize your products. 
At Petroselli Marketing Group, we will get your brand in front of your audience. Contact us at info at PetroselliMKT.com or call us at 603-880-3202. That's Petroselli Marketing, where no dream is impossible. So the question then is, how does your company or organization do promotions? Imprinted products keeps your brand in front of your customers more than any other form of advertising. For the best on-time service and new ideas for your next project, give Petroselli Marketing Group a call at 800-264-4294 or email mp at petrocellimkt.com. You know that cheapskate won't even give me a hat? And you can't get a, a Mike Petroselli... Hat. Oh, I, I, I said hat. to Rico, give us a couple of hats. We'd wear them. I told him we'd wear, we'd wear them. them right on the air. It's cheap. We'd wear just the hat. I wouldn't hey, even wear a shirt. Hey, by the way, Brian, in a moment of weakness, I don't know if, uh, I guess I didn't tell you this. I don't know if you know this. In a moment of weakness, I Dude, pro- Wait a minute. Do we want to hear this? I procured, <laughs> I procured at an auction a 19th. I don't know what the hell possessed me. Ellen says, what the hell possessed you? <laughs> I procured a 1970 flannel, oh. game-used, Rico Petroselli jersey, <laughs> signed by Rico Petroselli in 1970. <laughs> I have that jersey. You couldn't fit it on his arm right now. I mean, but you bought that? <laughs> I, did, I did. When you say procured. Procured. I bought it at an auction. Uh, gray, no, gray flannel auction. Ricky Rico probably has 10 of those in his basement. No, it's just a flannel one. There was, so there's so many still probably, You could have just called Rico and said, can I have a sign? You know what the thing I was a little pissed about? It's 1970. It was the year after his, his All-Star those year. Those were kind of the weird, they were kind of weird uniforms. Was that like, with the, was it an away or home? Oh, it was a home. Home? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, I own it, Brian. You want it? No. Sure. <laughs> he's gonna put it. He's gonna put it right next to the Wagner, right next to the Wagner at the National. <laughs> hey, Brian. Um, we've talked about this many, many times. Um, I want to prep. I'm going to ask you right out of the gate. This whole yeah. this whole fanatics thing. Is this is this a good thing or a bad thing? Number one, and is fanatics going to control? Gonna gonna own the hobby world. It appears they surely want to. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I I don't know. I mean, I, I definitely, uh, you know, if I was in modern cards more, uh, ultra modern cards, if I owned a card shop, I, I would have a great deal of concern. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so, you know, I I think they are. Yeah, I think they're going to control things to a to a large degree. So and. Uh, is, I know of auction or of, of card shop owners that have that have sold their business because of that. So I guess one of the questions I have is: uh, is the is the modern market? Is it? I don't want to use the word manipulating, being manipulated, but is the modern market with these manufactured rarities kind of being manipulated? I.e., I just read uh, who the hell was it? And I wrote it down. I can't remember what I did with it. Someone's someone's card. Oh, it was a kid that just got drafted. Okay, just got drafted. His card sold for twenty three thousand dollars. Listen, I mean, th- this is twenty three thousand bucks, and the kid has not yeah. stepped on a professional baseball. You know, field. one of the things I had down to talk about, and I know you guys aren't, you guys follow the sports world, is you know. 
these these guys that right now are doing like this kid for Cincinnati. I don't even seen this kid. This Ellie Dela Cruz yeah. for Cincinnati. Yeah, like he had the, he had the stealing cycle. Like and I yeah. can only imagine there's someone out there if he continues to do this over the next few weeks that's going to buy his card if he even has a card out there. For, it's it's going to be crazy I mean, money. He, these guys you know? are good players, Brian. But they're good players, but they haven't done anything yet. I mean, yet, so so you when, know? When, when we put a Dela Cruz. Uh, prism one of one of one that has a little uh, uh, right. <laughs> Spider-Man face at the top left-hand corner of the card, yeah. and it's one of one. Is is that legit, Brian? You know, it, it's it's an industry. It's part of the industry that uh, you know definitely is out there. Uh, it gained a lot of notoriety in the last during and after just after the pandemic. Um, I think things have come back to, to reality to some uh, large extent. Um, it, it's a part of the business that has to be uh, uh, looked at, but it, it's a part of the business that I'm glad I'm not focused on. Hey, Brian, and all these things we've talked, some of these things that, you know, whether it's fanatics, changes in the business, competition, what have you, um, and, all you and all the work you do for the national, everything you do to prepare, you know, your, your credit card going through the roof, like you said. Do you... I mean, I know you, and I'm assuming you guys, you know, do a good business, make a good living at it. But do you keep it fun? Do you have to keep it fun? How do you keep oh, it for, fun? How do you keep yeah. it fun? Yeah, no. I mean, if you would ask my wife, and at our house, uh, we don't use the word the National Sports Collectors Convention. She just uh, knows if I say uh, Christmas in July, <laughs> uh, that, that's what I so Good. it's absolutely my most fun part of the year. Yeah. Uh, it's something I greatly look forward to. I get to uh, enjoy uh, times with a lot of my friends uh, that are other dealers, auction house owners. And, and I think the reason that we're friends and, and have good relationships is that we enjoy the same thing. Sure. So. You know, it's interesting, Brian, that you're saying that. I uh, This hobby, uh, it, it, listen, everybody and his mother knows that You know, we kind of – we're vintage guys. Right. Uh, the show, yep. listen, my grandkids, my grandson, Johnny, he's, a, he's, it's all he does is <laughs> buy packs, opens them up, rips them, does this, does that. Yeah. And that's yeah. great. God bless him. And uh, I gave him for his birthday, I gave him a 1958, no, 1968 Mickey Mantle card. It was PSA 2 or whatever. Yeah. As a birthday present. He looked at it like, <laughs> thanks. I said, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? But anyway, um, point, point being is that this hobby, uh, for me personally, and I know, Brian, I mean, you know, meeting the guys that I've met over the last 15, 16, 17 years, starting, yeah. starting with Joe Orlando, uh, mm-hmm. it, it is so much fun. And so yeah, enjoyable it is. it is to 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 be part of it, and you know especially now. I mean now you know buying and selling. I buy and sell cards, and, and not just cards, but memorabilia. And I do it. I do it out of. I, it's just so much fun to do it. You know what I mean? I'll get a call from Joe Thomasulo <laughs> and say, "Hey, I've got a Mickey Mantle, 1953 Mickey Mantle signed." card yeah signed in 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 the late 50s right i interested private sale and then you know i like to buy it and i like to save it like to hold on to it build my own personal collection sure it's just a blast brian it's just such a great hobby it is there's no question brian said it yeah 
you know what? There's there's a part of the hobby for everybody. There's the the, the part that you know somebody wants to spend a lot of money on an Ellie De La Cruz card. They can do absolutely that. great. Sure, absolutely like great. Rip up and- he can do that. You know, the guy that wants to collect tobacco cards, he can do that. So there's a part of uh, of the hobby and our business for everybody. And, and that's and, the part I enjoy. Yeah, and I don't want, you know, again, I don't want our audience to to misinterpret what I'm saying. What I'm what I'm trying to say is, listen, if you're a modern or an ultra-modern collector, go for it. Enjoy yeah. it. Just be careful. Yeah. That's all. Just yeah. be careful. And how yeah. can you not, you know, even though you're a vintage guy or whatever, I'm sort of somewhere in the middle, but how can you not look at what a guy like Shohei Otani is doing? Of course. And not be excited about it, whether it's from your business standpoint, Brian, from a baseball fan standpoint, from a looking at, yeah, what his cards might do, but just what he might do, right? Or, I mean, or, or, yeah, exactly. Or, you know or, I mean, or Kiki Hernandez for yeah, that. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> no. no. I'll tell you something with Shohei Otani. No. <laughs> I mean, all of us, excluding Tom, never saw Babe Ruth play. Uh, <laughs> killing me. Yes. Killing me. yes. But I imagine <laughs> how great would Ruth have had to have been, which he was, to be better than Shohei Otani. I know. I don't know, I know. if I've ever seen anything better than Shohei Otani. Yep. Like, there's very rarely a player where I have to, at the end of, you know, I'm laying in bed watching Sports Center or, uh, uh, get up in mo- in the morning. I'm working out. I watch Sports Center. I've got to see what Otani did. That's last right. Night. That's right. No, and I agree. Players in are out there right now that you can make a valid case. And I know it's been a very short sample size, but Shohei Otani might be the best baseball player we've ever seen. You know, you could be right, but again, the jury's still out. It is a short sample. Sure. Uh, but, but you could, yeah, you but could. We've- in these kinds of things. Absolutely yeah. agree with you. That's right. And by the way, our good friend, Charlie Perino from mm-hmm. JRI Cards, then he's not going to be at the National this year, but okay. the night of the National, he is giving out a 1961 Flair basketball wax pack. It's a f- giveaway. Um, it's, a, uh, it's, a, it's a promotion that he's going to have on JRI Cards. Uh, first place is one random card in the 1961 Flair basketball pack break. Uh, second place, uh, one random card in the 61 Fleer basketball pack break. And third, fourth, and fifth place, one random card in the 1961 <laughs> basketball uh, break. So that's kind of a good. Charlie's yeah. doing a good guy. Good guy. Also, don't forget, Big we have four team. tickets to give away for the National. All you have to do is comment while you're watching the show. Tell me so you're four going. Four or six? There's six. Okay. I'm going to give two to each person. Oh, there you um, go. Gotcha. Make sure you have your address, because if I don't have your address, you are out. I can't send them to you, right? Right. That's a good point. That's a really good point. Right. All right, Brian, we have about a minute now, if they left. they keep the stub and bring it to the Mile High booth, will Brian, Brian sign will the sign stub? It. Will you Brian, sign Brian the stub? Brian will sign it. Brian? Definitely. <laughs> um, Brian, I'm not going to ask you what your booth No personalizations. Uh, I'm not going to ask you what your booth number is, because I know you have no clue, number one. I do. You do? does have a clue. What is it? 803 and 902 are our booths. All right. 803 and 902. All right. Go, go, awesome. Go to the uh, uh, Mile High Card booth. Take a look at the Wagner. Yeah. You can. I'm not sure you can touch it, but because uh, <laughs> Brian will have four armed guards there. <laughs> and also make sure you join us uh, on the Burka stage on Friday afternoon from 1 to, th- one to 2. Brian will be uh, on stage for the first hour of the show. And maybe Mr. Wagner will pay us a little visit. 
Ooh, that'd be nice. That'd be kind of cool. And by the way, we're going to have a lot of giveaways. And Brian, feel free to you know bring a couple of giveaways uh, up on stage. <laughs> feel free. He means for the people for the people in the audience. Not I got to tell Tom. you something. I got to tell you yeah. something. Honestly, Grady is actually shockingly good about that. See, that's good. He brings all these giveaways, yeah. and because because yeah. of my my card flipping ability, I'm absolutely nice. I can just flip them right I out to the it. audience. I love it. All right, Brian. We look forward to seeing you at the national. Uh, it's going to be, I am so excited uh, about going. Uh, Ellen and I just traveling solo. John, you're out. Rico's out. I know. So the personality won't be there, but the knowledge will. That's so. correct. Yeah. All right, Brian. <laughs> have a great week. And uh, actually, we'll see you in a couple of weeks. I look forward to it. I'll see you then. Hey, Brian, always good to see you, buddy. Take care. Hey, hey, hang in until we say goodbye, by the way. Yeah. Brian Drent from Mile High Kai Company. JM. Uh, I'm not, Good to be next, back with next you. Next week, Rico's in. Yep. The week after, are you in or Rico's I don't know. You tell me. I got to look at this. <laughs> I got to look at this. Yeah. Steve Lane, though. New Orleans Steve Lane is going to be in the oh, studio with I us. Love, I love he'll, New Orleans He'll be Steve. in the studio with He's us. He's a prolific Facebook messenger. He is. He's got a great book out, too. <laughs> yeah, the Mantle book. Got awesome. a great book. He's, awesome. He's got a great Mantle collection. Yep. All right. With that being said, I think we're just about out of time. Uh, Cutie Pie, thank you so much. You did a great <laughs> job as usual. Her and I were talking about what is it, 1974? <laughs> if, if, if her and I, if if her and I were married, 15 minutes maybe. Yeah, before we killed ourselves. Yeah, not each other, just a murder no. suicide type. With thing. that being said, please <laughs> like us and follow us on the show. Thank you so much for the great support. We love you guys. And with that being said, happy collecting.